Ladies and gentlemen. I got something here. Let's get to the real thing. Welcome to Leap of Faith, where every week we help you transform fear into opportunity. Here is your host, Sasha Karabai. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Leap of Faith. In this solo episode today, what I'm going to be sharing with you is a strategy and a tactic, a tool, a methodology, a practice that you can use and implement into your life after this session today. And the purpose of this is going to be to help and assist you to bring yourself into a more optimal state. What happens when you are consistently and just about permanently in a heightened state of stress or fight or flight or adrenaline, or you feel like you're hyper alert, you're nervous. When you go to the toilet, it's a fucking mess. And you're just like, damn, what's going on? And I'm like, am I sick in the tummy? Like, like all of the systems and the hormones in your body are upregulating um, to essentially put you in a position or put you in the state where you can run, flee, fight, freeze, get the fuck out of here. Okay. And what happens is without mechanisms or protocols or procedures to accurately and effectively deal with these types of things, you kind of just begin to live in that state and you don't realize it. And you kind of just go round and round and round in circles, living each day exactly the same as it was yesterday. But And the sick thing is you actually become addicted to it because it feels good, because it feels like there's a part of you that enjoys being in that self-destructive, I'm going to burn this fucking candle from both ends. Uh, and I'm going to destroy everything in my path, including myself. It's this hedonistic um, type of inkling that we all have inside of us. And the truth of it is, it is destructive. It'll ruin you. It'll burn you. And despite how much you might be sitting there right now and that part of you that's you know, resisting or telling me, fuck you, you don't know me, uh, fuck you, you don't know how hard I can hustle, Fuck you. Um, you think you know better than me. I'm better than you. I used to be that guy. And the and the oh, the most insane thing is I used to be that guy listening to a guy like me telling me that I used to be like you. And I used to think you're just another fuckwit that's trying to tell me what to do. Watch me while I do exactly what I'm going to do anyway and get the result that I'm going to get because you were a pussy and you weren't able to work hard enough for long enough and you gave up on your dreams. So don't talk me out of mine. Uh Something along those lines anyway. And the really, really interesting thing that happens is as you begin to get older, and I'm not old by any means, I still consider myself young as fuck, flexible, fast, fit, uh, and incredibly optimized within my whole body. Um, But what happens is you begin to become more aware and sensitive and um, kind of just your your body responds differently to different stimulus. And say, for example, like, you know, you might have three or four or five hours of sleep and you feel different about the next day. Like for a period of about 18 months to two years, I was operating and existing on about like five, five and a half hours of sleep consistently, no problem, no issue, uh, never, ever, ever slowed down, just perfect throughout the whole entire day. 
And then like I tried to do that more consistently recently and I put myself back in an environment, back in a situation where I was doing the same thing. And it was just like, I was like pushing something uphill and it was so difficult and so challenging. And I felt just completely fatigued, tired, uh, worn out, destroyed. I was like, this is really challenging. Much in the same way as like when I was younger, I used to have a very, very different diet and I used to like eat more or less whatever I want, whenever I want. And now like, you know, with different foods that I put in my body, I, I immediately detect or sense the change that it has in my physical body. And so where I'm going with this is the conditions that you place <clears throat> on your body and the environment that you put yourself into and the addictions that you begin to develop through these behaviors, such as that fight or flight response, constantly recirculating yourself and putting yourself back into that environment over and over and over again and familiarizing and conditioning yourself to that, you are creating a state of normality or familiarity and you're building a personality type that is just that, that is stressed, that is in a state of fight or flight, that is in a state of constant duress, that is in this constant state of alarm. There is something urgent happening in my environment that I need to respond or react or just get the fuck out of here to do towards that next result. And the weird thing is, as much as you think in your mind, this doesn't feel good. This is not sustainable. I don't like this. I don't feel like my true self. I feel a bit twisted. I feel a bit tired. I feel a bit fatigued. As much as you might consciously and cognitively be able to and be aware enough to be like in a situation where you are conscious of a different reality because of the, the the familiarity you've developed and built around your body and your nervous system and your physiology and your conditioning of that state, you will not change because the familiarity of the addiction is better than the unknown of what would be if it was not this. Do you understand? Um, when the pain of the current situation surpasses the prospect of change, that is when the actual transformation occurs. And most of us, because we live in a situation in a container where we're kind of like the frog in the water, we do not and we are not aware enough of our environment to do anything about it. So we gradually just boil alive in an environment because we are too terrified to get the fuck up and leave and shift and jump into the blackness of the unknown. So if you're listening to this right now, number one, Use this as a like, like 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 a fucking kick in the mouth, in the face, in the ass to get up and to move and to activate yourself towards a better future. Okay, use this as a, the discomfort, as the dissatisfaction, as the like sensation in your body that's just kind of like eating yourself alive in your gut, kind of like you've just heard some extremely bad news, kind of like you've just looked into your bank account, kind of like you've just been extraordinarily alarmed of a situation right now. And it is your call to action to move and act into a higher version of you. Because without some pain or without, without some aggravation of some pain, you will stay the same and your current situation will become familiar and normal and you will just remain in it and you will not change and you will not move and you will not progress forward. You will just circulate. You will circulate and circulate and circulate, right? So number one, let this discomfort be urgently and, and disruptively uncomfortable 
uncomfortable for you to hear and for you to listen to. I want you to feel dissatisfied with your situation. And I want you to take a good hard look at yourself, around yourself, in your eyes, as I'm looking in this camera right now, in your eyes of the mirror in front of you, and look at the person you are today and genuinely, genuinely, genuinely put your hand on your heart and think, am I happy with the person that I am being fucking today? And if the answer is no, what do I need to do specifically right now today to fucking change? All right. And now I'm going to help you with an exercise or a practice or a routine, a ritual that I've been doing and I've been implementing for myself for the last round about three months now. Now, what you want to do is because when your body is addicted, addicted, right, much in the same way as a drug addict is addicted to drugs, um, to these chemicals of stress, right, these neuroadrenaline, adrenaline, um, all of the other stress hormones that get fired off in your body and brain when that fight or flight response is triggered, they act <clears throat> in the same way as a drug, okay, whereby when there is a deficiency of those hormones, your body will start to crave those hormones in the same way, and you will feel that lack or that dearth of those hormones, and it will crave and long for them, which will trigger in the same way as the body in the core human needs, needs, right, certainty, uh, and in the same way it needs fam- uh, sorry, unfamiliarity or novelty, like Tony Robbins always says, and then you need all the love and the connection and those two things. But I just want to talk about those two th- two things to begin with. So think about it like this. If the the human body's core or the, the human, right, our core human need is certainty. We need to be certain about some things in and around our life so that we're not going to go completely fucking crazy and off the rails, right? Second to that is then uh, novelty, okay? And think about it like this. If novelty is at second certainty as far as core human needs, and then we're out there in a situation where fight or flight or stress and the addictive conditioning that we've actually disposed ourselves to through months and years of this conditioning to the stress hormones has created a situation whereby we are addicted to them, right? Every single time that you are in your life or your business, your relationship or anything else significant in your life and you feel certainty, that begins to tick off the human need of certainty. What happens then is the next human need of uh, uncertainty or novelty then is triggered. I've got the certainty. I'm feeling good. My stress hormones begin to lower. Now, what is the quickest and easiest way for me to feel novelty or uncertainty? And if you're anything like me or what I was more like in the past, the quickest way for me to develop that is to either trigger or to manifest something in my life that was actually a negative stimulus, a negative situation to set off those neuroadrenaline, that adrenaline, that cortisol to fire into my brain and body to trigger me into that state where I could then go out and fix the chaos because it gave me purpose, it gave me significance, gave me power to do the things that I know that I can do as a man and as a, as a as a leader in the society, in the community, in the business that I'm in, right? So what I've been doing and what I've been working on is a breath work exercise that essentially allows me to, for multiple times during the day, stop. Doesn't matter what I'm doing. Doesn't matter how busy I'm doing. Or it doesn't matter what's going on in my day. I will always do this now. And I've always uh, been consistently doing doing this for about two months now, consistently. I was going to say three months, but I think it's more close to two, whereby every single morning I will do a particular breath work in the morning. And then at the same time and midday during the day between 11 and 30 a.m. And then also like 
1 p.m., somewhere within that window. I found that to be most optimal, usually before I've had my first meal of the day. So I'll do my breath work in the morning straight away when I wake up to help reset my nervous system, put myself in a really positive, open, abundant situation. I'll then go and do my journaling and my exercises around my vision and my goal setting. And then I'll go and do my training, my physical stimulation, all of those good things. I'll then have my cold shower and then I'll just start my day. And I'll usually start my day by about 6.30, 7 o'clock. Uh, and that's kind of how it works. Now, what I've noticed is because there's a high intensity, high output, high performance, like there's a lot of pressure in environments of high performance because high performance means most people cannot tolerate the environment that high performers exist in. If I put you into a ring with like Floyd Mayweather or like Mike Tyson, like you get beaten to a pulp. So would I, right? Um, that's high performance. It's high pressure. It's hundreds of blows coming at you all at once. And you have to either sink or swim or you just completely get wiped out and die. And in an environment when you have a high-performance business and you're building yourself towards a high-performance individual, what that means is you're going to be needing to be facing off with and pushing through a high amount of obstacles, um, challenges, uncertainties, difficulties, uh, different adversities that you need to overcome and move through and have constantly, constantly, constantly six, seven, eight, nine, ten different challenges, problems, and situations happening all at once and solving them effectively while maintaining your state and keeping your eyes on the prize and keeping your vision clear so people around you feel compelled and inspired to do the things that they know they need to do. Super, super important. So what I do then is I'll go and smash out the top five and top one of five tasks for the day. And then I'll just drop onto the floor around about midday and I'll do about 20 to 25 minutes of breath work and uh, an, a real gratitude-focused, appreciation-focused exercise. And it's really, really difficult for me to do this because I'm a really, really, really hard person on myself. And I find it very difficult to find things that I'm genuinely grateful for, like things that I can sit there and be like, oh, I'm grateful for my, like my health, or I'm grateful for like my body. I'm grateful for like, like that stuff, like that's cool. But I genuinely struggle sometimes to sit there and be like, I'm grateful for this. I'm grateful for this. And so what I've been doing is I've been actually listening to this particular breath work. Um, and if you want the breath work, just send me a DM on Instagram and I can send it to you. <clears throat> And it's been incredibly profound. And some of the things that I've noticed, um, how about this? How about I'll tell you first how I used to operate most of the time and then how I feel myself operating now. So what I used to feel like um, from about Tuesday afternoon through until Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, the state that I was in was like almost like a panic. Like it felt almost like a panic where it was like stricken with anxiety, riddled with anxiety, um, hyper, hyper intense. And like this, this like hot rushes through my body, um, eyes and pupils super dilated, uh, feeling just so wired, so wired and like distracted super easily. Some small thing would happen and it would almost like trigger me and make make me like look around nervously. Um, I'd be constantly looking and searching for something that could potentially be the source of the unrest. So I'd find myself like looking around, looking in my emails, looking in my DMs, looking in my messages, like looking for something to blame or point the finger at as part of the you know situation or how I'm feeling. And what I've noticed is doing this exercise and remaining consistent with this. I've been doing this seven days a week now, like I said, for about two, two and a half months. And I notice, and what I feel is that like 
my focus during the day is much better. Um, the completion of my tasks is a lot better. My overall like state of stability in terms of like the trust and the faith that I have in myself and the knowingness that like my vision is coming into fruition um, from a place of it is already done. I never used to understand that. I used to hear a lot of my spiritual coaches and mindset coaches and people that I worked with like a lot of the time, like they'd always say this, like, you know, it's already done. It's already done. It's already done. And I'm like, I'm like, how the, what, what, what the fuck do you mean? Because it's not right. And until I started integrating and using some of these practices and some of these um, breath work techniques multiple times during the day, I haven't actually been able to experience what it feels like to have that level of certainty and have that level of like, I'm going to be okay. I'm going to make it like everything is absolutely how it needs to be. And even if it isn't, it's absolutely perfect for me. And this like trustingness, this, this, this trust in the future, this trust in like myself all the way to the, like the edges of the fibers of my very human being, my soul feels that trust. And it's, it's, it's very, very, very odd coming from a place of me being in a situation where I was constantly stressed, constantly high, high, high beta, high anxiety, high tension, high friction, just destructive kind of behavior to a situation where I still have a very, very, very high impact, um, high performance schedule. Like I had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 21 things in my calendar for today to do, all of which, and I've still got one, two, three, four, four to go. So about 25 separate different obligations, commitments, and responsibilities in my calendar um, for today. So I'm still getting the, the work done. I'm still completing an extremely high volume amount of um, objectives and tasks that need to be completed to move the business forward. However, it's coming from a place of uh, power and not force. And if you've read the book by David Hawkins, he talks about it very eloquently. And I never understood it until I really have understood it by experience now. Power is this infinite source that comes from within that is this magnet that's drawing us forward. Force is this a internal lack for, and, and this external kind of desire and want and greed that pushes us and forces us forward. Those are the high level in essence difference. If you want a really good uh, book, have a listen to that book. And I never understood it either because I was always just like in a state of force where I was just constantly forcing, constantly grinding, constantly pushing um, and, and very, very, very strong arming myself with a high amount of discipline, high amount of like, fuck you, do it anyway, you weak piece of shit that kind of talk and think. And so using this breath work strategy and using this breath work kind of situation in my day, <clears throat> it's really helped to create, um, it's, it's, it's just leveled out my nervous system, which is the best thing, which has led to better decisions. It's led to more pragmatic thinking about different situations. It's led to more connection to people around me. I've noticed like my relationships a lot better and I feel more connected to my wife on a, on a much more deeper level, which is very, very odd because we both work in very, very high performance, high strict output environments. So seeing that and having that connection is just abundantly, I have so much great grat gratitude for it. 
And um, all of these benefits that are coming from this, but what I'm realizing that it's actually from the state that I am in because the external reality or the external world that you live in is only a reflection of the state that you're in. If you're in a state of fear and overwhelm and anxiety and lack and all these things that are happening, then you, you, you cannot otherwise exist in a world that is any other way different to what you're already in. So like by nature and by design, like you're going to sit there and you're going to just run around in circles, living and existing in exactly the same environment. So um, how I want to finish this is this. If you are uh, working extremely hard, great. Push yourself up. Like, be a savage. Don't be a pussy. Like, I'm, I'm genuinely serious about that. Like, uh, I, I think the opposite of this is way, way, way too common in today's day and age. People think like, oh my god, I'm working too. Like, like chances are, like, you are not working too hard. Chances are, you are complaining a lot, and you're actually just like really, really, really weak. Okay, but there are some of you that are listening to this that may also be like me and be like, like, like a serious serious, serious, dogged, dogged high performer. Like where you push yourself to the point where you are literally like eyes bleeding, like, like bloodshot, can't sleep, like not eating, like, like just savage, savage, savage commitment and obligation where you literally wipe out everyone, everything, anything in and around your environment, except for the thing you need to do. If you're like that, then I'm just, I'm, I'm speaking to you from a place of like love and concern. And I want you to reach out to me and just, just, just have a conversation and I'll send you a couple of these breath works that I've been doing um, so that you can get the benefit from this because the impact that it's had on me um, is profound. It really is. And I wouldn't talk about it unless it actually worked because I've spent probably three, $400,000 on different coaches and in, in programs and different methodologies and different people who do different things and wave the voodoo doll and, and do the mushrooms and do the breath work um, ceremonies and the cacao. So I, I've done a lot, you know, and by far, this is probably one of the most profound things that I've done consistently that has had the most measurable effect on my state, um, which has in turn had a measurable effect on my relationship, on my business, on how I feel and how I wake up every single morning. So it's very, very, very high impact. And that's what I hope to bring to these episodes is just high impact things that you can do, you can listen to, and you can actually tangibly take something away from and do straight away. Okay. So my do straight away for you is if you're interested in learning about this breathwork thing and you want to maybe implement it, um, like number one, you don't need to use this specific one that I've been using. You can just like go on YouTube and just search like breathwork and then just like do some different ones. Like some of the ones that I do listen to is like breathe with Sandy. I think the one is, and there's another one that's called like, um, breathwork beats. Like some of those two channels on YouTube are just like fantastic and they're short and they're easy to understand and they're just amazing. Like they're really, really, really amazing. So like if you just want to learn and figure out what it actually is like to do some of these things, get onto there, use some of those ones. If you want a little bit more of an advanced one that I've been doing, shoot me a message on Instagram um, and I can send you this particular one that I've been using. And if you enjoyed this episode, if you got some value from it, if you thought it was like, you know, pretty cool and you, you know, you kind of like listening to it and, you know, <laughs> you feel like you can do something with the information that you've actually learned, just, you know, leave me a review. That'd be amazing. Like just like go down below and like, yeah, I thought this was great. I learned this and this, and I'm going to go and do this from it. It really means a lot. Like it means a lot for me and I really appreciate and, and respect all of you that leave reviews. And if you want some specific details covered on the podcast, then just like 
shoot me a message on Instagram. If you have any questions or things you want to cover on, on the Wednesday weakness sessions, just shoot me a message on that as well. And I can help you to maybe break through or work through some particular areas. I don't need to use your name. Like I said, can be completely anonymous. Uh, and I just want to say, thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for, you know, enjoying this content. Thanks for showing up every week and thank you for, you know, bettering and wanting to improve your life. Right. Have a fantastic rest of your week. Go out there and win, go out there and push yourself, go out there and be a better person for you, for your future self and for all the motherfuckers that told you you couldn't do it. <laughs> Let's get after it. Thank you so much for listening. I'll see you on the next one. That will conclude this evening's entertainment. Thanks for listening to Leap of Faith with Sasha Karabat. Please follow Sasha on socials and leave us a five-star review if you enjoyed this episode.